0: Okay, this is a speaker meeting. Woo! This is the time for our speaker to share their experience, strength, and hope for approximately 30 minutes. Uh, Our speaker is Joe, and our timer is Rick. And uh, so, Joe, how much, how would you like your time?
1: Um, Let's do uh, 10, 10, uh, 7, and then wrap it up. So, yeah. Got it. Thank you. Um, hey,
0: Joe, for your, oh yeah. Oh, go yeah ahead. That's, right. that's it. You're on.
1: Oh, okay. Um, As I said, uh, just a little bit ago, Joe K compulsive overeater, 260 pounder. Um, compu- uh, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, that means that I'm uh, maintaining a 260 pound weight loss from my max weight of 512 pounds. And to give you a sense of what that looks like, uh, on a man, my age, I'm going to go ahead and share some photos because this is what it is. So, um, I'll talk for the, uh, audio, I'll talk through some of the photos. So here's one in me, uh, in a button down shirt that I had custom made, uh, part of a suit, a uh, three-piece suit that I never successfully wore at the size I was when I, when I had it bought, cause they just never figured it out and and only in my recovery did i get the chance to have it uh to put money into it to have it uh uh, altered to be able to wear it um uh double triple chin um i'm six foot four i was a 62 inch uh 64 inch waist 5x uh t-shirt button down shirt um the blazer the jacket was uh 68 i was a 68 inch Jacket um, when I went that I wore to the Emmys um, when I when I lived and worked in Los Angeles in television and film. So uh, yeah, that was that was me. Um, Became clear in recovery. I had fellows. uh, I had had a a buddy tell me, yeah, there's a job uh, at a major company that he would have recommended me for, except he did not physically think I could handle it. Um, Then I got some photos here of me at uh, nine years old. So, um, yeah, that's me as a, as a nav- uh, normal kid. I was five foot. According to the back of that, it's my uh, Little League soccer card. According to that uh, fo- uh, card, I was uh, five foot tall and 105 pounds. Um, and I was nine years old. By the time I was 13, I was between 240 and 270. And I was uh, 5'10". So I got 10 inches of height and 130 plus, 150 maybe, or more pounds, um, 100 of which was normal, right? It would have been normal to be 100, you know, 510, 160, 170. Uh, So 60 of which was normal. The extra extra was on top of that. And I've gone up and down several times. My family, uh, both of my parents have been super morbidly obese. Um, I was super, super, super. Yes, it was three supers morbidly obese uh, at my top weight from BMI. And, um, and both of my parents have had multiple gastric bypass surgeries. I have not, I don't knock it. Um, that is just not my experience has not been part of my journey. Uh, and then here's a photo of me after the first time I lost, uh, weight over hundred pounds on a fad diet, um, felt like a million bucks. I was restricting. I went back with this, the, within, uh, within six months of getting of going off of that uh, fad diet that I was on for, for years, for three, two or three years, I gained 60 or 80 pounds. And then I gained another 60 or 80 pounds the, the year after I, I broke up with, a, with my girlfriend at that point. And, um, and then we're going to go to me now. So this is me in a uh, blazer and slacks. Uh, that was about a week ago. You can tell the, the same ring and roughly the same hair color and style, uh, as you see me now, and this is, that's the like, and then of course there's the profile, right? The, the, uh, Hey slim, Hey, look at me, uh, profile. Um, yeah. So, so there's just a lot of ego that comes with that. And so I get to turn all that over because, and, um, I, I will deal with whether or not I'm talking about, uh, the, the big G, uh, God is gonna, is gonna be, um, is gonna be problematic or challenging to fellows. Um, and I haven't, an, I have a journey around that. I was atheist or, um, Agnostic at best. When I got into the program, um, I've been in program uh, in this program four and a half, almost uh, about four and a half years. Um, after towing in and out a couple times, um, I also work another program for uh, Sex and Love Addiction (SLAA). Um, and without working that program and learning about uh, setting my own bottom lines or setting bottom lines in conjunction with a fo- with a sponsor, um, I would not be in this program and I would not have gotten here. Uh, so, so if you have those issues, feel free to contact me uh, directly. My, my info is in the, in the chat um, and on the screen. Um, so yeah, God, uh, the reason I, I I do the preface on God right now is, um, I mean, look at it. I'm, I'm a walking, talking miracle of this program. Um, it, I cannot deny it. Like there, I cannot tell you what I, Joe K did differently from the guy who's can't breathe, couldn't couldn't walk up a flight of stairs. I was an emergency medical technician at 405 pounds. I would need to take a rest before walking into after a three or four flight walk up before walking into a patient's apartment to put them on a chair to carry them down three or four flights of stairs. Um, and and this is just not my my story. And um, you kind of got the advantage. I will talk, do this. Um, I I attend and actually uh, have a, a commitment. And I highly recommend commitments for fellows who have been around uh, more than six months. Uh, even for newcomers, get a newcomer commitment. Something that keeps you coming to the meetings. But um, but I am the, the secretary for a meeting, a body image meeting out of New York um, that's on Zoom. And and it's because even today, I look in the mirror and I shaved off my beard. I usually keep a beard. I shaved it off because. Um, because I screwed it up when I was trying to trim it. And, and the only reason to keep it at that point is because I, I use it to hide my double chin and to hide the lines on my face, because I think I look thinner, uh, with the beard. Cause I do, I, 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 I look thinner with the beard. I, I did also learn, uh, this last couple of days that I look apparently younger, uh, without it, um, because here, some of these pictures you'll see, maybe I look, you know, 40, 45, 50 years old, uh, I'm 37 in these pictures, in those pictures up top. Um, in my 20s and 30s in these other pictures, um, 20 years old on the nice thin picture the first time I lost 100 pounds. And then these last two pictures, uh, 41 years old. And uh, this is the closest, if you're a 100 pounder, uh, this is the closest we get uh, to it, it, this program to a fountain of, uh, of youth. So I'm going to turn that off because um, I get really self-obsessed looking at myself and I, I still have body image issues. If you have gotten to this fellowship and you don't come from big numbers, God bless you that you, got, that you found these rooms. I was 512 pounds and still had a story that I was smart enough or strong enough or had a great en- uh, 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 enough willpower or whatever was going to happen, whatever was going to be my experience that I could live a life um, because I'd restricted and lost over 100 pounds three times in my life. Um, and the idea that I could control this thing um, was part of my addiction, that I could pick up another fad diet. I've done three different fad diets. I'm not going to name them because you don't need to know what they are. Suffice it to say, I've done commercial uh, commercial fad diets. I've done fad diets that have documentaries and videos around and that kind of look semi-healthy. Um, but... Just, just was not because I never, um, as Roz, the founder of OA, talks about in her story, um, I never surrendered my fat thinking. Um, and I'll tell you about never surrendering my fat thinking. I still look at a booth and, and think to myself, "Is that going to be comfortable? Am I going to fit in that?" Um, I've, I've not, in, in, I can't tell you the last time I didn't fit in a booth. What it was like? Um, six foot four, five hundred twelve pounds. I. I would budget, I would go on an airplane and I would budget extra money to buy the person sitting next to me a snack or a drink or, um, or something, right? Because my existence, because I was going to, my body was going to flap over, like I was going to ask them to pick up the arm rest, the armrest in between us. I would always sit in the aisle if I could so that I'm only going to be an inconvenience to one person, Right. And you know, I can be an inconvenience by having my leg spill out into the aisle and be an inconvenience to the flight attendants because they're paid for that inconvenience. But this, but to the person sitting next to me, I never had the courage to buy two seats. Um, I for those of you who who have, I, I just tremendous amount of respect for you. Um, but I would I would luck out. I would go early to the counter and try and uh, sweet talk the 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 person, the ticket taker at the counter uh, to try and get myself a better seat. I would in my diseased thinking, I would take the the emergency row because I'm six four and and uh, because it's got more leg room and then have to find out that you can't sit in that row if you need a seatbelt extender, which I did because they don't, cause I'm really going to be helpful at 512 pounds. Like, Oh, I'm the guy, you know, like the guy who, who sprains an ankle walking a mile at 500 pounds because I overexercise, Cause I overdo it because I don't like my program and my recovery is about right-sizing my life and right-sizing my reactions and right-sizing my food. And I cannot do that alone. I do not do that alone. I have several daily practices that I'll get into that make that possible. I'm going to take a moment and thank Maureen, um, the speaker seeker, and I'm going to do a plug for being the speaker seeker. If you've been in pro, if you get into program for a little while and you think that, and you experience a share, thank you, Maureen, uh, for asking me to, to speak. If you think that, uh, you ever hear a bad share and you're like, that was crap. That was terrible. I, these people don't have reco- the recovery I want. Uh, I don't relate to that. Um, I had a huge story about that, and I and had lots of people who did not who I could not hear my story um, because I come from, from big numbers, right? If you like, I, I blew off a sponsor a year into into this in less than a year into this program because <clears throat> because I'd already lost 150 pounds, and he thank you uh, for that time uh, for t- that was ten. Uh, I'd already lost hundred, like the year I got into program, I had lost 90 pounds, had a traumatic car accident. Gained 30 of it back in two and a half months, culminating in a binge on Thanksgiving. And it was the day after Thanksgiving 2017 that I came into these rooms to stay and said, and I didn't know it was really to stay. I got a temp sponsor that day. If you're a newcomer, get a temp sponsor, get some, start working with somebody. Um, because like some people think sponsors are, are marriages. I think sponsors are, are are often more like a bus. Um, get one that has the recovery you want. That's going as close to where you want to go. Cause you can always get off and get on another one later. That will get you closer. Um, so don't, and 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 there are people in this room, in these rooms who have the recovery you want. Um, I was in the city of Los Angeles when I got into recovery, I had a story about my sponsor that he didn't have the recovery um, I wanted because he wasn't a hundred pounds or he didn't have to deal with the loose skin and with already having lost 150 pounds and having another over, you know, over another hundred plus to go and, and all these things. And, um, and, and I just had judgments and so be a speaker seeker because you get to to put the, the people who have the recovery you want you get to highlight them you get to get help them share the message um, so thank you so much Maureen and if you do choose to step up to be speaker seeker somebody's for this meeting um, I will be happy to share with you and I've I've got um, it takes a village i I have However many numbers you think you have um, in recovery, there's. I I will go you recovery for recovery because I've got a whole inside of this program. I've got my whole recovery, my my we team, and then I got a whole other other recovery, and then I've got I've got forty men who are just hundred pounders who have who are either somewhere in this journey because because in the city of Los Angeles there were fifty meetings a week five, zero in-person meetings, and I could not find a sponsor who had the recovery I want, who was available. I had to go to the valley, to San Fernando Valley. I had to go a half hour north to another 40 meetings to find the men who were down 100, 150, 200 pounds or more and keeping it off for 5, 10, 15 years or more, 20 years. My sponsors kept his offer for, for 12 years, his sponsor 22 years and counting, and, and have had full, some of these men have had the full body lift, Right. Some of these men have, have, have had stomach, uh, a stomach tuck, right? Cause, cause that's in my, like, I needed that vanity. I needed that, the people who like wanted were in us to win it. And I needed to believe that it was there. So I will tell you that if you've made your way, if you're a newcomer and you've made your way to this room, to this, to this recording, um, there is somebody in this room who has the recovery you want. And it's just a matter of, of finding it and growing your willingness to do what they do. Um, that that being said, um, for newcomers, yes, I will do the the classic. Um, please, uh, it is suggested that you attend six meetings before deciding if this, pro- at least six meetings, different meetings, before deciding if this program is right for you. Um, I, uh, yeah, that is, that's absolutely there. And so if you can grow your willingness without pain um, and you're here and you don't come from big numbers, right? At, at 511 pounds, I couldn't admit, that I needed to be here in these rooms. But through the grace of, of God, spirit, universe, and I'll come back to, to God and spirit for a little bit. I, I came um, and I admitted, right? And, and and that was six months of working another fellowship and knowing that this, over a year or or more of knowing that these rooms existed, I couldn't admit that I needed to be here in this room doing this work, learning these tools. We have nine tools. I use all of them to some extent. On a daily basis. I literally had somebody this past week talk to tell me who's not in program, a normie, tell me, um, you know, you've got a great, you know, great story. You've lost a lot of, you know, a lot of weight. Like you should, you should get on social media and tell people about that. And I'm like, yeah. So there's this thing in the 12 steps that we talk about that it's like, and and I've, I've just self-disclosed to him because he's a buddy of mine like there's this thing like anonymity. We maintain an, an anonymity at the level of press, radio, television, and film because because like my ego is like is big enough that they've like that they're recording this today. Right. Like I, I'm I'm important enough to be recorded. Like I'm important because I'm a miracle of the program. I'm important, I'm important because I'm important. And we're all important, but I'm being recorded because because I've been blessed. Right. And I and and there's a voice in my head that the second I say I've been blessed, is is like, and maybe it kind of sounds like my dad. It's like, um, yeah, you know, so like, because God was was felt like a little bit of a four letter word in my house growing up, um, because like, like God was what. Was what and I my, my you know I guess I, I the messaging I got was like God is is for people who can't understand the world who don't like science who can't get down with science or or with uh, uh logic or reasoning, uh, right or who need um or who needs something or like you know like God God doesn't like you know and I and and I personally spent years uh, acting as if God didn't exist because it was easier for me to admit th- to 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 pretend he didn't exist than to admit that I felt that God was an FNA hole. And, and I don't, and I used to curse like li- within the last six months, like I've decided like, I don't need to curse on these, on these meetings just to be salacious. Um, so I, I don't. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I, I'm cause I, cause not, not cause I can, I can say fuck. Like I, I, I'm allowed to, like, it's not a, I can't, it's cause, cause I don't have to, because I don't need to push the emphasis of how, um, of how angry I was. Cause I don't need you to feel like for me to use the ang- the word angrily. For you to get that it was that there was a lot of pain with that, that I felt that God had smote me, right? And I, so I was like, so forget him, like I don't need him. And I had found like my will, and in my will, like I. And it turns out like a lot of that was even was be, even though I thought it was in spite of God, it was because of him. But like that voice that says like I didn't I don't need God or spirituality, like I don't need it to be. It's because I can explain the universe without God, right? We can talk about coincidence. We can talk about like an infinite multiverse. I do believe there's an infinite multiverse. Um, and, and I, but I'm very clear, like in terms of spirit, for me, spirit is, um, is the study of everything that consistently defies belief or probability, right? So like, I can't tell you, like there's, there's, um, I created something for some of my sponsees in this and another fellowship called TGO2, the great engine of the universe, because I can talk about like this, the great spirit. And I, and I can understand God as like the will of heaven or fate, or I can talk about God as a conscious being. And me personally, I'm working on God as a conscious being for me, because if you can't see my, my Kipa, I'm working on like my way back to Judaism today is Saturday. I, it is my Sabbath. I do recovery on Sabbath. I do meetings. I do service. I do zoom. I don't work. Right. Like that's a new boundary, like a new like conversation between me and my higher power. Maybe one day I won't do Zoom in per a uh, uh, meetings I'll only do in person. Maybe I won't write, maybe I won't use my cell phone, maybe I won't drive on the Sabbath. But for now, from sunset Friday to Sunset Saturday, my higher power is like, you don't need to work for money. You don't need to feel like you need to get ahead those hours. And then he's like, But a sunset Saturday, like you can go back and like check your email and like you can do work stuff and like I expect you to. And like on Sunday, absolutely. Like you don't, you know, it's like uh, but after, but one, one day for the Sabbath. Um, and I'm working on that, right? I'm working on like, what are the messages from my higher power, from the universe, from spirit, for me personally? So one of them is grow your willingness to, to work more program and work more recovery because without pain, if you can, Joe, to Joe to Joe, like God to Joe, because if you don't, I'll just bring the pain. Cause I've, I've, and I've been blessed to meet fellows who who went out, my sponsor, who went out after years in recovery at a healthy body weight and came back heavier than they were when they, when they got in, in the first place. And that scares the shit out of me. And I wish it didn't, I would rather want to work this program out of love. And because I'm, um, but I get to be honest that there's fear. And, and I, and I get, um, a fellow in, in, uh, LA, uh, in a group is fond of saying, um, you gotta be vigilant. You gotta keep your neck on the mofo, you, uh, your foot on the neck of your, of your addiction right? Because otherwise it will get up and it will, and it will like, and it's not going to just stab me in the back. It's going to start whispering things in my ear. Like, Joe, you can eat that. Like it's been six months. It's been two years. It's been five years. You can eat that. Right. And it's like, and it's not that I can't eat anything because, because I could physically, I can, I can walk up and put something in my body. Right. But I want the willingness to choose to not do that because I know what it'll do to me, or I don't know what it'll do to me. I don't know how bad or how, or how, raw that experience can go, but I don't have, but I have to be honest and I have a built in forgetter, right? You'll hear, you'll hear fellows talk about that. I have one. Yep. I will forget what it's like to be Joe who, who needs to pay, uh, who needs to budget money to buy somebody something because just existing my, my sheer existence is an inconvenience. I'll forget what it's like to be Joe who couldn't pee standing up at a urinal because I couldn't operate my body and my zipper. And hold up my pants at the same time. I I won't. I will forget what that feels like, and I and that is part of why I do st- service and step work with sponsees is because they remind me of the pain of the, of getting into this program. They remind me of how much I hurt. I was unemployed uh, when I got in, when I met my current sponsor. I was in um, I was homeless. Um, I was wealthy homeless in Los Angeles. I had a car. I had a part-time job, but but I did not have a permanent residence. Um, I had a BiPAP machine. I had a, a you know a bilateral positive air pressure machine. Um, and, and, and in my mind, I was in great health, because, uh, in my, even in my addiction at 512 pounds, because I wasn't on any medications. I should have been on medications. I, got, I wound up getting on a couple of things. By all means, get outside help. Um, I got something on something for, uh, inflammation. I got on, um, like a pre, uh, something for insulin resistance. Um, and I've been off all of those meds for years now because of the physical, the literally miraculous physical recovery. Like, I can't tell you, thank you, uh, time. Um, I can't tell you like what I actually like, like I, I, I literally, I mean, I can tell you, I grew my willingness to, to do more secret formula. If you found a sponsor who has the recovery you want, and you of course ask them to do, ask them how they how they got in, what they do, and then grow your willingness, not necessarily to do all of it immediately tomorrow. Because I can't take that kind of pr- if I put that kind of pressure on myself, I will spaz out, I will flip out, and I will I will like overwhelm myself. It's been my mo, and I will be like, well, I can't do all of this, and I'm a terrible person, and I'm horrible, and I'm gonna wait, and and it's and I'm gonna relapse, and then and then it's like I'm so so I just gotta just like what can I do? And I've literally had, thank you, uh, time. I saw it. What can I do to grow? What, what can, what more of, of what my sponsor does? What more can I do today? How can I make, how can I make like, and be in the conversation, right? So there's some things, um, you've heard be, be in the middle of the herd, right? Stay in the middle of the herd. I don't always like that because like, I don't want to think of myself as a, as an animal, even though like, I think the rhino is my spirit animal um, I have a spirit animal who knew I have a few of them um but like I don't like thinking about the herd like 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 I'm cattle going somewhere I don't know, but I like to think of myself of being in the in the herd h e a r d It is important for me to be in the group of people in this in this program that are herd because if I don't speak, so God. So great spirit, TGO two, great engine of uh, the great engine of the universe. Talk to the universe like it's a computer, if you can. Like I'm clear, like I don't control the heavens, I don't control the movement of celestial bodies, I don't control the tides. Like these are things clearly beyond my control. Those are powers, actual powers, forces. You know, comets and celestial bodies and astronomy, greater than myself. Right, I do not control the planetary movement of of the planets. Right, I do not control the rising and setting of the sun. These are very easy, simple things to to acknowledge that I to surrender that I do not control them. Right. Now the question is getting from that to the moon doesn't give uh give give a fuck if I uh, eat today compulsively or not. Right. So it's like how do I make it personal? How do I, where do I bridge the gap between the spirit and the universe and these these great concepts and like. A life of usefulness and utility, and things that are going to work for me, and and it's one day at a time. And sometimes it's being of service, right? There's all sorts of great acronyms: gift of desperation, um, good orderly direction. You know, um, you know. But but have have some willingness. And and here's the thing: to get a start in this program from wherever you are, and 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 be on the journey of of a hundred, two hundred, whatever pounds or more, getting to a healthy body weight. Abstinence is working towards. Uh, or maintaining a is uh, abstaining from compulsive eating, and or compulsive food behaviors while working towards or maintaining a healthy body weight. Yes, do that. Um, I do something called sober eating. So there's being in the food, with, which most of us know what that looks like. There's abstinence, which is what I just defined. Then there's this thing we call sober eating, which is like the difference between abstinence and sobriety. Sober eating is the difference between a dry drunk and a sober drunk, alcoholic. Right, so there's like steps, meetings, practices, um, service, nine tools in this program that we articulate that are that are all very useful. That I use again on an every on every day, Um, something somehow. Sometimes it's 20 seconds of writing five gratitudes, five things I'm grateful for, five things I love about myself, and three ways I know God, Spirit, the universe exists, and texting it to a fellow or to a friend. Sometimes that's the the minimum God writing I'll do in a day. Um, And then there's freedom on the other side of sobriety. So there's being in the food, abstinence, sobriety, sober, de- sober eating. And then on the other side of that, there's freedom, right? There are just foods that don't call to me. There are just things that, that, that used to that absolutely do that will ring in my head that will get me driving 30, 40 minutes that will tell me that I'll tell a story of myself like, oh, I have to eat, uh, you know, 3000 calories. I don't call it that. But like, I have to eat this. Huge, I have to binge on this today because I'm never going to eat these ever again in my life if I give them up today. That's all my story. Like I don't know, and I'm not. I've never been asked to give up. I've never been asked to give up something more than today. Something I'm struggling with. I've only ever been asked to give it up for a day. I've only ever been asked to be honest about it. I've only ever been asked to communicate about it. I've only been ever been asked to to surrender my will when it comes to making the decision, and to to change my food. So sober eating, um, in my abstinence to the best of my ability is, uh. Is re, re, um, no unilateral food decisions. Is that everything on my on my plan is discussed in in concert with somebody else because because I can be sober and and uh, reasonable and balanced about your food and your food and your food, but not about my own because my addict is is, is back here with like with this little earpiece like by my ear and whispers um and and his voice sounds a lot like my conscience or sometimes it sounds like my higher power sometimes it sounds like the ocean sometimes it sounds like sometimes it just sometimes it's it's a, a a gentle voice whispering the name of a food and it's like i i get to have like a conversation and I, I pray over my meals. Now I have like each meal is a conversation between me and my higher power about what's going to serve me, what's going to be nutritious, what's going to fuel my body so I can go out there and and live a great life. And and this is just like sobriety and this program or, or, you know, abstinence is just like the keys to the amusement park of life. Because I was like dead inside. I was physically dead outside and keeping people away and shut out and shutting them out. And living into stories about myself and telling stories about myself rather than being present in life and like being of service and being useful and or, or like or having fun. Like I was just dead and numb and and like I didn't have I thought food was my only problem. Food was not my only problem. Food was my best solution. Sex and love addiction was my other best solution. Right. And, and, and it was whatever it took to numb out, whatever it took to distract because life was too lifey. Um, and life is still very lifey. I do not have a perfect life. Um, but but um, I have um, hope. and um and I've even studied uh, the, uh, it's an outside material, Book of Joy by Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And they talk about like um the one thing they they say that I'll share is, um, there's pessimism, which is obviously not great for for manifesting uh, for manifesting joy, right? But then there's like optimism and optimism is better than pessimism, but actually hope is more useful than either of those for manifesting, uh, a joy, uh, and, a, and a happy life. Um, I, how much time do I have?
0: You have three minutes left on this one, then seven, then three. So you've got, Oh, wow. Six.
1: Okay. Yeah. You can keep <sighs> okay, going. No. I I yeah okay so let's uh let's back it let's 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 get down to business then so what do I do on a daily basis um I get on my knees um in the morning I do 2 minutes of uh silent uh uh meditation uh, sometimes I I skip into prayer and my thoughts drift from um uh from just uh being present and, and listening to like hey I got stuff I got to say or I'm just so uncomfortable in the silence of of the silence that I'll throw out some uh Jewish prayers during my silence um, two minutes on my knees, timed um in silence, whether it's meditation or prayer. Then um I'll do the serenity prayer. Um and I'm gonna like, you know, I'll 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 share. I'm trying, should I should I share the actual prayers, like the actual wording of the prayers? Cause I know most of those by heart at this point. Um, because I do it. Or yes, no, I'm gonna look for nods. Yes, no, yes, okay. I'm getting a little bit of a nod. You know what? I'll, I'll just, I'll just say them. Um Start with the serenity prayer. Then I uh, then I say the first three steps. Uh, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives have become unmanageable. We came to believe that we can be restored to sanity through our faith in a higher power. We made a decision to turn our will in our lives over to the care of God as we understood God, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Um, one interpretation of, and I don't say this when I'm saying it, I'm Commenting on it. one interpretation of thought we, we turn our will in our lives is our thoughts and our actions. so so if you can turn if you can't turn your will in your life, try turning your thoughts and your actions over to your higher power or to another fellow. Um, just, just, just just get just turning them over, getting them outside of myself. very useful. Um, so the first three steps, then um, the Thomas Merton prayer. Um, my Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I kind of know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I'm following your will does not mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope I have that desire in all that I'm doing. I hope that I never do anything uh, apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, this, this path, I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I trust you always. Though I may seem to be lost in the shadow of death, I will not fear. For you are ever with me, and you will never lead me to face my, my perils alone. Right? Um, that's, uh, that's sometimes a hard one to wrap around because it's like, well, um, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost blind faith. It's almost like faith in the moment, you know, like I only, I only took, I don't think, I think this is like one of the longest shares, leads, shares I've, I've done. And I only have like a couple pages of notes and I'm through a lot of my notes. And so it's like, a lot of this is just going to be like in present. Thank you. Uh, seven minutes. Um, and, uh, Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit, but I come back to to experience strength and hope and, and being of service, right? And being more, more interested in in being um useful, um, you know, interested than interesting, right? Um, and and talk, coming back to my experience. So again, uh, so that uh, Thomas Merton prayer. Then the third step prayer, uh, my uh God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me as thou wilt, relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties; that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of Thy power, Thy love, and Thy way of life. Uh, may I do Thy will always. Now that works for for spirit too, for the great spirit or or you know the universe, the heavens, or the cosmos, right? Um, thy power, Thy love, and Thy way of life. You know, even if you 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 don't want it to be a, you can't get get behind God as a conscious being and that that you can have a personal relationship with. Um, I can have a personal relationship with nature. And I can have a personal relationship with, with spiritual music and with dancing. Um, There's a great passage, um, great prayer. in one of my books, um, that's uh, one of my, my morning prayer books. I got, I went and got the morning prayer book from when I was a camper in a, in a sleepaway camp. And when I was 12 years old or 13 years old, um, I I sent them $18. They sent me a a book uh, and, uh, and it, one of the prayers literally says, um, praise God. I praise the universe. You know, I interpret that praise the universe, praise the spirit. Um, with the sound of the chauffeur, praise the universe with the sound of the harp, praise it with drum, praise it with dance. And I'm like, oh, so I can like dance in a way that like praises the universe that like, yeah, wait, I've done that like at weddings or like at events like where nobody's dancing. And I'm just going to be like the first person to go out there. Like I'm going to celebrate, like we're here to celebrate somebody and to honor them and like, you know, life and the fact that we have joys and, and op- our opportunities. And I get to go do that. I'm, I've am i got a bunch of uh, friends, even if, at 400, 500 pounds, I'm on a bunch of people's wedding videos, dancing and trying to do tricks to, to, to be impressive. And if you've never seen a 450 or 500 pound man, six foot four man, do a cartwheel, do a capoeira dance cartwheel on a dance floor. You know, like uh, you, you can, you can probably, you know, message me directly and I'll, I'll share you, I'll share you some links, but it's like, yeah, it's a spectacle. Cause I needed the attention and the affection, but also because like I got to, to still praise and celebrate. Um, so yeah, so that's the third step prayer, seven step prayer, my Creator. Uh, it doesn't. I'm, I realize I'm, as I'm describing it, it's going to take longer for me to describe it than it actually takes to do the whole thing. takes about seven minutes. Um, uh, some days I do my full uh, twenty two minute like Jewish morning prayers. Uh, some days it's just the seven minutes. Some days it's it's the best I can muster is is you know is a few prayers when I wake up in bed or or you know stopping when I'm on the toilet and reciting the and and, and reciting some of these prayers um seven uh seven minutes seven step prayer my creator i am now willing that you should have all of me good and bad i pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows uh please grant me strength as i go out from here to do your bidding bidding sounds like i'm a minion for god you know it sounds very like I don't know something that, that I'm not, and that I wasn't growing up. Um, but, but, and it's some, some archaic language. And so I kind of, you got, you know, I kind of get past the language to the spirit of it. And for me, the spirit of it is like, it's magic. It, the seventh step prayer, if you do not have an experience of it being magic, listen this way. What if when I say the prayer, right? I'm telling the universe, like, Hey, um, I'm now willing that you have all of me good and bad. I pray this now remove from me every single defective character that stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. And right. So, so what if when I'm being of service to somebody, it's working. Like if I'm actually being of service, then all of the character defects that prevent me from being of service are gone. If I'm at a job, right. If I'm at work and they're paying me, Right. For my service, quite literally, because if I wasn't being of service at a job, they wouldn't pay me anymore. Right. So they're paying. Obviously, if you're at work, they're paying you. So you're being of service. Right. You know, they always do. The the classic was 30 years of experience, 30 years of service. And all I got was a watch or or whatever. But the point is, like, you're being of service. Every single character defect that prevents you from me from being of service in that moment is gone. Because I'm actually being of service, so in that sense, for me, and it's not that they're not going to come back ten minutes after I stop. It's not going to. It's not that I'm not going to slide right out of service into selfish, self-indulgent uh, minutia, BS, whatever. It's not that I'm going to, you know, stop being of service because I'm like uh, because I, 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 you know, want to get into my ego or like I need the attention, and the affection, or validation or what have you. Because that's definitely my story too. But, but I can turn that over. And and if I go to to being of service, then obviously none of those then then if I'm being of service, then none of those character defects are stopping me from being of service. So I don't have them in the moment. Or whichever ones I do have, um, I can still be of service and have them. And and I I often pray for certain character defects to be removed. I, I grow my six six and seven six and seven step. Uh, we admit uh, we and I was now we were now willing to have God remove. Uh, we became ready to surrender these defects of character. We asked God to remove our shortcomings. Um, that's um doesn't mean they don't come back it does the next day it doesn't mean they don't uh it doesn't Two mean higher, thank you it doesn't mean higher power does it immediately like i do not have like i like like i may have got on speed dial right in the sense like and i i've often thought about this too like what if s- spirit right capital s spirit universe whatever is like, is like a call center, right? Like it's like, it's the spirit hotline, right? So some people like to call Jesus, like he's their guy, right? He's the, he's the guy they got in the office with God or with the universe. Right. And, and I'm, and I'm Jewish. So I, I, I access my, my, you know, my, my Hebrew prayer call center, right. Where I'm like, press three for uh, matovu. anyway. And I do that. Or like um, sometimes it's nature, right? Sometimes it's the, 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 you know, um, spirit animal. Sometimes it's, um laughter, sometimes it's music, right some, I, there is exultant music out there sometimes and I have a God playlist if you if you're if you want you want to get into some fun fun parts of of God and, and connection with with spirit, find yourself a God playlist. find yourself music where that you think that, that, that resonates with you that that God and the universe and spirit lives in um, I have a God box. In fact, this is actually, the box that i'm propped that my thing is propped up on and inside there will be letters uh, where here we go i'll pull one out oh this is definitely i was not planning on doing this literally a letter to god god writing dear god this is the entire extent of the letter right i will read it to you without remembering what it was oh oh this is gonna uh, this is gonna take some vulnerability okay oh shoot why did i do this i'm committed being of service okay i only have a few minutes um before I read this, I'm going to keep everybody in suspense for a little bit. That's, this is going to be like, now I'm going to do like a, like, like a twice. I only have one minute left, right? One minute. Right. So after the seven step prayer, um, I do the set aside prayer. Uh, God, please help me set aside everything. I think I know about myself, the big book, the 12 steps, my disease of compulsive over reading, my disease of sex and love addiction, my de- uh, disease of compulsive under earning under being, and especially about you, dear God. So I might have an open mind and a new experience with all these things. Please help me to see the truth. And that's basically just saying like, Everything I thought I knew yesterday about what it took to, to be recovered, that isn't necessarily going to get me where I need to go to today to be to be recovered and to be sober and to have you know life and be rocketed into the fourth dimension of existence like Bill talks about in the big book. I'm absolutely, read the big book, Eight, pages 86 to 88 every day. I usually do it as a meditation. I listen to it in, on audio. Sometimes I read it um, on the toilet. Um, and then uh, so the set aside prayer and then three minutes in silence, uh, two minutes in silence on my knees again. And that's my morning prayer. Seven minutes, that's that's like the, the basic block. Some days I get to it, some, uh, all of it. Some days I get to some of it. Some days I get interrupted by a work call and, and I take it. Some days I get interrupted by a work call and I blow it off. I blow off the work call. Um, I'm gonna read this letter and that's how I'm gonna bring it in. Um, to the next section. <sighs> oh, gosh, all right. I don't have a date on it. Dear God, uh, please take away my loneliness. Help me be of service. Please take away my selfishness. Please help me accept and deal with life on life's terms. Please help me be of service with my creativity and take away my fear of financial insecurity. I thought that was actually going to be far more. I thought that was going to be, I was just much more, more worried about it because I thought, like, I anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and slide that back into my God box, have a God box. Um, and that's my time. I feel like I just did a tight 30, uh, if you've ever done stand up. Um, so I would, that was, uh, I hope that was a, a reasonable 30 for spirit, the universe recovery, um, last, last thoughts. Don't leave five They say don't leave five minutes before the miracle happens because thinking that the miracle isn't going to happen for me is my will. And I don't know, and I didn't know, and I'm here and I'm a living miracle. So, um, I look forward to hearing your, uh, your, your feedback and, and let's, um, let's be, let's be of service. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much, Joe. Anybody got a question for Joe? We've got a minute left. I have a question. Um, what, what has really helped you with body image?
1: Ah, okay. Great question. Uh, so the, uh, when I do that five, five, and three thing, five things I'm grateful for, five things I love about myself, three ways I know God, spirit, universe exist. Um, uh, the first of the love um, is, the first is I love my body as it is. Um, I attend, um, body image meetings, um, you know, uh, regularly, one of them regularly weekly. I attend, uh, others, um, sporadically. And, um, I, I, I learned, um, part of, I become aware that part of my reason I weighed 512 pounds in my life at one point was that I had to learn how like part of like, it was like mission from God. Like if it was a video game, like one of the, my missions from spirit universe, like on this world was to learn how to love myself more than I did at 512 pounds. Like, how can I love myself? How, what can I love about myself at 512 pounds? What can I love about a body that doesn't do all these wonderful things that my, my current body does? And so why with the body image now, and having a lot of loose skin and being able to feel the grain of the fat under the skin. Like that's how loose the skin is. I used to pinch it. I used to physically hurt myself and give myself black and blues under my skin. And I used to be a picker. Um, and I used to pull hair indiscriminately. I still do that. Occasionally it's, um, it's a bad habit. And I still, but I have to learn to not be myself up over it, but I used to be very angry at my body. Um, and and I'm just like, sometimes it's a practice and it's literally holding a part of my body and, and like literally just holding it gently. And, and I hug my, I do hug myself. My mom uh, taught me how to hug me from myself from a distance by, uh, she would say when I was in college, it would be left hand, right shoulder, right hand, left shoulder and squeeze. And so I do that regularly. Um, especially when I'm telling a sponsor, like guiding a sponsor to do that, like giving them a hug virtually. Um, but I, I hold my body lovingly and gently and I don't poke it or pinch it because like, and the loose skin specifically, it's like, well, I want to get to a, to a, my normal body weight, a healthy body weight. I'm at a healthy body weight. Now I want to get to a a normal, like a doctor's like medically prescribed body weight. And, um, and that's going to mean losing more weight and losing more fat and, and getting, uh, looser skin. So now I'm basically like praying to have looser skin. So like, how can I hate myself for the thing I'm praying for? And so like, I did that little bit of logic step and it's like, so I just get to accept that this is part of the experience that I'm signing up for, you know, like, uh, if you have a cell phone, you know, part of the experience I sign up for is, is paying the bill. Um, I don't like it, but it's part of the experience. I may not be good at it, but it's part of the experience and I don't have to love it. I just don't have to hate myself for it, you know? And that's, that's, and, and I, we clear away the wreckage of our past. We do the, we do the, the step work. We, we, uh, you know, ninth step and getting through, um, you know, ninth and 10th step promises pages 83 and 84 of the big book, go check them out. Starting with um, yeah. Page 83. And um, we learned, to, we don't regret the past and no wish to shut the door on it. Thank you. I'll, I'll wrap up. Um, and it's about um, acknowledging that like, this was my addiction and, and and this is what it took for me to be in the body. I, I am in and love today. So if my life is, if I can admi- admit that my life is good today and that I, and that it's a gift and a blessing, then um, then I can be grateful for everything that, that got me here, even if it was painful. Um, 70% of the things I, I worried about never happened. The 30% that did, um, I was still taken care of. My higher power, universe, spirit, friends, loved ones were there uh, when I reached out. So thank you.
0: Thanks, Joe. Thanks again for your share and your pitch and your wisdom and your recovery. It is now time to close the meeting. Thanks to our speaker and to those who gave service. We welcome back anyone who wishes to attend, no matter where they are in the recovery process. So after a moment of silent meditation, would you all please unmute yourself and join me in the we version of the serenity prayer. God, grant us us the
1: serenity to to accept the things we cannot change, change. the courage Courage to change the things things we we can. can,
0: And the, and the wisdom to, to know the
1: difference. difference. Mm-hmm. I will, not ours, be well done. It's always done. Great. Keep Cher, coming back. It works you. if we work it. So oh, work my- it. We're worth it.